Radio Tatas. I don't know what it is, but it is the best. People are talking about it. And it's time to listen. You know what you're listening to? The best place. The best place in the world. It's the valley between the mountains. It is Radio Tatas. The Radio Tatas. Good luck with Radio Tatas. You're listening to Radio Tatas. It's like TV Tatas, but boring. Radio Tatas! Radio Tatas is the name of the show, and uh, I like Tatas, and I like radio. Radio Tatas, it's good to be with you. I love this. Some of your titties, for real, though. Like, Radio Tatas is very ambiguous, and you have, like, a lot of imaging that suggests boobs are going to be seen, but I've listened to your podcast, and I've not seen any boobs while it's seen. Very disappointed, kind of angry. Love you, man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Tatas, episode 144. We've missed you. Have you missed us? I am in the Pussy Control Studios while my co-host is um, apparently having some sort of aneurysm or fit or something. I'm not sure what's happening. Oh, she seems to have some sort of hemiplegia. Oh, there, no, it's working. Mm. That is lovely. That is spectacular. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob's kids. Doug, showed my friend your, your furniture and your crafty work. She loved it. She said it was right up her alley. Um, so, when she's in the market... She'll be ready. Um, kids, don't forget to go get your pets spayed or neutered. Or your co-hosts. And groom them with a reputable groomer, like our breasty Groomer Bunny. I'm sure Groomer Bunny appreciates that. Don't forget to leave a sizable gratuity, also known as some other slurping noise, because apparently that's how we're communicating this week. You mean just the tip? Oh, oh, it talks? It talks. It talks wow. now? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Hey, hey everyone. everyone. <laughs> Did you already introduce us? I was, I, I was busy getting I did refreshed. All the, all the stuff. You did all the stuff? I did Can, all the stuff. We I don't w- have any listener calls. We don't? No. Why is that? I don't know. Oh. 
I have a listener shout out. Do you? I do. Robert the Mailman. Aww. <laughs> Hi, Robert the Mailman. Hi, Robert the Mailman. What did he say? Well, this is secondhand. A friend of ours, a uh, mutual friend of ours, had a friend of his mention that he listened to us a couple of our, our episodes. Really? Mm-hmm. Just a long Just time ago. <laughs> and it's like, nope, never again. Yeah. Never. Hashtag never again. Um, Too well, slow. thanks, Robert. The mailman. Um, yeah, I heard that voice on my walk this morning. Robert the mailman? No. Because oh, that's creepy. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I was going over a bridge and I had I had gone up an incline and so I had, you know, kinda tamped down my pace and yeah. I was like I'm not really moving very fast. Oh man. <laughs> there it was, right in my head. Did you hear hear my voice? Yeah. Yo. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad I had that influence on you. Jordan from Scotland? <laughs> How are you? Too slow. Not too slow, but he likes to stay in bed. He would not have gotten up early and worked out, mm. as he told me. Like your new uh, Abby, dude. Nice, nice. Nice to see your face. Hmm. Well, then. Well, then. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Um, Sulo? Sulo. Be careful. I always worry about how close you are to Russia. Yeah. But, I mean, you've grown up there. You're probably used to it. It's, you know, it's like the fact that we've, you know, grown up near Oklahoma our whole lives. (laughs) Something you learn to accept. Oh, yeah, sorry, Doug. I'm I'm more worried about the fact that Winter is coming. We live in Texas. No, I mean in Finland. Oh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> ooh. Speaking of winter is coming. Also, cause effect. He he's feeling that too. Cause effect. Oh. Or cause effect. How do you say cause, his? Cause. Cause. Cause effect. Yeah. I don't think he listens. No, nobody listens. He just tweets at us. Yeah. Nobody listens. Nobody except Jordan and Sulu. In and Barrera. Brian. Mm-hmm. Oop. Are we not supposed to say no. his first name? Are we not supposed to say his last name? <laughs> you put your chocolate in my peanut butter. What? What? Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Winter's coming. Uh-huh. I finished Game of Thrones. I know. <laughs> Uh, am I supposed to be surprised? No, you're supposed to like party horn and oh. celebration. Woo, congratulations! <laughs> that must have been hard work sitting on a couch. <laughs> it was hard work. It's a lot of dedication to hard. neglect all your other <laughs> hey, important things in life. I didn't neglect too many things, did mm. I? Did you did not? Did okay. I? No. Oh. Mm. What's that smell? What? Nothing. Mm. What? What? <laughs> Uh, did we mention it's episode 144? I did. Did you know that 144 is, is when the air conditioner cuts on? <laughs> is 12 squared? I did. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's also a gross. There you go. There's Isn't your, it? Uh, huh? Isn't it a gross? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> Wait, you don't know? No, I don't. 
Okay. I was just satisfied that 12 squared was everybody's uh, digit blast since haven't done that in years. 144 is considered gross. A gross what? It's a measurement. Like, what? It's a numeric. Like, if you have a gross of something, you have 144. Of just anything? <sighs> I don't get it. <laughs> Literal, girl. <laughs> Today's trivia brought to you by gross. <laughs> Too gross is this week's. It is an amount equal to 12 dozen. I don't know where it comes from or, or what where its, it's purpose. Going, but a gross refers to a group of 144 items, a dozen hmm. or a dozen square. Hmm. Wow. A great gross refers to a group of 1,728 items, a dozen gross, or a cubic dozen. What is the purpose? Got a lot of shit to measure. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems so random. But I knew it. It can't be that random. Oh, yeah. Maybe it can. <laughs> Sorry, because right, you bring it every I week. Bring it every every week. week, every week. But I just it. knew that. <laughs> thought everyone just knew that. I thought math girl would know a gross. Uh, you know, I'm surprised I did not know that. I'm Maybe I always miss. I misunderstood why everybody was saying gross around me. <laughs> it's your 144 inch waist. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Man, your ass sure is gross. That. Your ass is gross. Mm. <laughs> Her ass weighs 144 pounds. Man, your boobs are gross. That's true. <laughs> they are very large. <laughs> then clearly we're not talking about me for that one. Well, well <laughs> that's been, uh, oh wait. Do you think Charlie would be proud of us? Have we recorded more than 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. We no. Have, no, no, we haven't? No. <laughs> but with it, with outro, maybe. Oh, well, there we go. Let's, well. Let's, well. Um, but we, as we know, our 10-minute episodes are not the favorite. <laughs> no, they're People not. People like our plus. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to hear, listen to a video? <laughs> That's what I wake up for in the morning. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Uh-huh. Hold on. Uh, Jeff and Kathy are making a special appearance. Nice. Just, just wait for the setup. Hey, mom. Yeah. What's Pocket League? Pocket League? That's when dogoats spend too much time playing with themselves. Well, I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm calling CPS. <laughs> I didn't think Kathy was I'm very confused about the Maybe that was a nature of yeah. their relationship. Yeah, I didn't think she was Jeff's mom. Mm. I thought she was just someone who watched Jeff. I think he said Maud. Maybe Hey Maud. Because <laughs> that lady sounded pretty old. She sounded gross years old. How has it not been way over ten minutes? 
How has it not been? And nobody's doing anything interesting on Twitter. Nobody. Is this what we've resorted to? Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Uh, we had fun with last week's episode. Our uh, we did. Tatas on the street. We did. Talking people, to that cop. People were asking for video evidence of our... <laughs> of our, our adventures. Uh-huh. Uh, sadly... Boy, that uh, sound is really exciting. Yeah, that is. What in the heck? I, hey. Uh, let's see. Uh, stop. Everything. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh-huh. And uh, we the the reason that we were down there was to see Ryan County's uh, taping of yeah. his album, which was very, very well done. That was a great show. I right. enjoyed myself. I wonder how Saturday went. Hopefully, just as good. Yeah. Um, the next night, you went to a party. I did. I went to a bachelorette party mm-hmm. that was 80s themed. Ooh. Not to be confused with Game of Thrones themed. <laughs> um, and I looked fantastic. Yeah. As always. <laughs> Whatever. And I, I went sort of Madonna-ish. Yeah. Sort of. How, how hard was it to pull together like all of the stuff that you needed to, to pull that off? Not very. Yeah. One trip to uh, Party City for some gloves, hmm. and a trip to Michael's for a lace, uh, a little couple of yards of lace, and I was good to go. Mm. I was G T G. What? Good to go. Oh, I'm learning all sorts of stuff today, aren't I? Maybe. <laughs> well, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Big house. Yeah, I saw your tweet that uh, the bathroom was, or the shower was Dude. it? The shower was bigger than you. Dude, <laughs> oh, picture, picture, hold on. picture. I never posted Ooh. them. I forgot. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> She's gonna find us a picture so that we could see the bathroom that was the size of her apartment, the size of the fortress. So this is <gasps> a girl standing in part of the shower. Oh my god. Holy cow. And then that's the Whoa. other side <gasps> of the shower. Oh, my God. There's probably about wow. a good 20 feet in between them. Holy cow. Or, you know, that's like probably, you know, 10 feet and then so another many, 10 to 12 feet there. How many shower heads are in there? Um, Not as many as one would think. I think there was probably like one, two, three, four... Maybe five. And did you get to take a shower in this thing? No. Oh. I wanted to, but I didn't. Hmm. But yeah, it was fantastic. I was super jealous of that shower. (laughs) Actually, no, there's probably more than five because I see a a handle here too. Oh, yeah. So I must have been standing near another head. Oh, yeah. Of course. There you go. (laughs) You're welcome. Just lobbed it right up there for you. Thank you. Preach. We had some drinks. Mm. We had some drinks. Well, while you were doing that, was there anything uh, memorable from the bachelorette party? Hmm. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> nope. You're sworn to secrecy, right? Yep. And all those types of things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop. Uh, Criminy, stop. Yeah. It's because this is odd. 
uh, I went to Tony Hinchcliffe oh that this night. Is, this is an insufferable amount of noise. Let me see if I can. Okay. don't leave that coiled up anymore okay yeah you went to see a guy about a thing yeah <laughs> i went to go see tony hinchcliffe uh-huh. and uh let's see hunter duncan was mm-hmm. the host and nice. he did a fantastic job and cubis was the fe- feature so really? it was nice to get to see him after okay. it's been a while since i've seen him uh-huh. and yeah the only the only bummer was over the summer jeremiah watkins who i sat down with at Moon Tower had been his feature, had been Tony's feature. And when I saw that, and then I saw that Tony was coming to town, I'm like, oh, yay, I'm going to get to see Jeremiah. Uh But I had written Jeremiah, and he said, no, I don't think I'm... I'm going to be featuring for him. Chris got on stage and you're like, who's this fucking guy? (laughs) (laughs) Because Jeremiah is about to get married, so I think... Uh, is there's... he really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Aww. And what I found out from Tony's set is that apparently this is Jeremiah's high school sweetheart, and they've been together all these years. And really? Yeah. yeah so That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So we're so so he, he Tony does a whole bit about Jeremiah and the summer tour, and it's hilarious. Oh. And Did you see that video of him on the skateboard with the saxophone? No. It's been a couple of weeks at oh. least. Yeah. Hmm. He's skateboarding to... around with a saxophone. Yeah. Hmm. No, I missed it. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was uh, what I did while you were guarding secrets and traveling through large showers. <laughs> <laughs> traveling through large showers. Can we make that the episode title? Traveling through large showers. (laughs) By the way, folks, if you have an outdoor shower on your property Mm -hmm. and you live in a secluded... Well, that sounds like I'm asking to get killed. But if you live in a place where somebody can't watch me shower in an outdoor shower, please invite me over. Well, can't watch you? What's the point? I want to shower in an outdoor shower. I am not interested in having someone watch me do it. I want to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho. Anywho, call call to arms if anybody out there has. <laughs> well, Just so, hit us up on Twitter. Um, you had some other sad shit for us to talk about, right? <laughs> Yeah, since we didn't have a traditional episode, I was just writing down discussion topics uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> Las Vegas massacre happened. We, last I'm week. sure everyone needs our hot take on that. <laughs> we haven't come out on record. No, about we've it not come as out on everyone record. Everyone else has, so uh, I suppose we need to. I say, don't do it. Don't massacre people. <laughs> That's our hot take. That's my hot Super take. Super controversial. <laughs> I don't know that I can back you on that because, good God, we're going to get a lot of heat from that. A lot of, a lot of tweets. A lot of, I mean, really, people may not even remember the shooter's name after it's been flashed all over the place now that you've said that. Um, uh, subtitle to that hot take, don't listen to country music. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a turn. It was a. Ugh. Are you victim blaming? Oh. <gasps> mm. 
Gotcha. <laughs> there we go. We've got the tension See? now. See, this is how the internet works, people. <laughs> it's like you make one false step and say something real dumb. <laughs> and then the world is on you. Uh, yeah, no, I stand by my original position. Just don't massacre people. And then Tom Petty passed away. That happened. That happened like the same news day. Uh huh. What's your uh, your stance on Tom Petty's death? Don't die. Don't die. Tom Petty, don't die. He's not gonna back down. He's done dead. Well, that was unfortunate. He's an American under the ground. That's I couldn't Jesus take that Christ, anywhere. Don't do I it. Just back, back. Just back up. down. Should I back down? From, you should, should, I, should I back down? From, you should carefully edit out at nineteen fourteen <laughs> timestamp that you said that at all. The um, whole thing was such a like such a mess because people were reporting it and then people were like, no, not confirmed. It's yet. just one of those things where people are so desperate. Journalists, I'm using that term loosely, are so desperate to get the scoop mm-hmm. that they're not concerned with getting the facts right first. <laughs> we'll apologize and fix it later. We just want yeah, to get it, you know. This trumps America. And we have, you know, we have friends that are huge. Like, like oh, they're yeah. the first person you think of, mm-hmm. Tom Petty fans. <laughs> and I was like... Just imagining the emotional roller coaster that they're going through as it's like, he's gone. No, maybe not. And then now it's confirmed. No, but wait, we haven't. And then, uh, it was sad. It was unfortunate. You know, I, I know who you're probably thinking of as far as the person that you think about when you think about the impact Mm -hmm. uh, on, of the loss on, on a musician like Tom Petty. And, uh, for the first time ever, uh-huh. Like I, I was, I think I was hit pretty hard by by Prince and Glenn Campbell passing, but Tom Petty to me seemed like well, I guess Prince was pretty young relatively, but Tom Petty seemed really young, like he seemed kind of ageless to me, and I thought, oh my God, what's going to happen when Robert Smith dies? That's just going to be. That's going to be on par with how devastating Tom Petty must have been to our, our mutual friend, mm-hmm. one of our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. I did not like thinking about that. No. Morrissey's frail, too. Mm. Well, not yeah. that you care. No. But, but you know, he doesn't, he's, he's a vegan, so that, that should fortify him a little bit more, right? Like you right now. I'm sorry. I don't know why. It's just, it's just not I'm caring. sorry. Is that different than usual? That's true. Fair enough. Oh, there we go. Fair enough. Uh, this noise yes, is I'm... awful. I don't know if the listeners can hear it. Oh, probably. Let's let's try mine. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know, know why I didn't say. Three listener. I don't know if the listener the can listener. hear it. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, we have. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to give a shout out to another new listener. Who? Alexa. Oh, God. Okay. 
No, I don't think I have Alexa enabled on in any anywhere in my home. But Alexa, reorder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, welcome, Alexa, and uh, there we go. We have a new listener. Why did I say that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's going on right now. I am distracted by a horrific amount of noise. Any other massacres, shootings, no. deaths? I think it's a natural segue to self-promotion. I feel like we were forgetting something major. Oh, uh, Harvey Weinstein? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy. There's a, here's, a, here's a bullet point number two on my list of things not to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> do not sexually harass women. Or men, for that matter. In Australia, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein is uh would hopefully get killed by a box jellyfish. I don't know. Oh, take take Harvey, not not Steve Irwin. A box jellyfish didn't kill Steve Irwin. I don't. Somebody killed him, or something killed him. <laughs> something kills all of us. <laughs> That's true. Um. Uh, God, I'm bored. This is horrible. I have, I have. Do you want to hear my two degrees of separation to this whole uh, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein Weinst- story? No, it's kind of why weird. is that something to be like? Hey, want to hear how close I was to someone who was horrifically sexually harassed? <laughs> no, no, I don't. You're okay. like those people that like when the. The guy drove over the people at South by Southwest. They're like, oh, my God, I lived in Austin when that happened. It's like, yeah, okay, you were nowhere near that. What? Sure, sorry, go ahead, tell us your... Okay, Judgy McJudgerton. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, one of the comics that, or performers, I don't think she would necessarily labor, label herself as a comic, but one of the performers that I interviewed during the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival, Sarah Ann Massey who's part of the troupe We Are Tomasi, she came out with a story about how she had applied to be his nanny for, or the Oof. nanny for his kids. Oof. And, uh, oh, yeah, God. that did not turn out so well. She, I mean, she didn't get the job, but the interview was, ugh. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So. I'm guessing she didn't talk about that on your interview. No, she did not. No, she did not. I'm sure that was like, ugh. You know, because there, there's, there are things that happen in your life. You deal with them at the time, mm-hmm. and then you you pack them away in a box, and you're like, okay, I've moved on. I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then something blows up like that, and I'm sure it must have been like the box just all of a sudden is in front of your face, and it's open, and everything is jumping out at your face, and you're like, fuck, this happened to me. Yeah. Here's here's the thing that kind of bothers me with this whole thing, and eh, I probably shouldn't even say it, but there's been a lot of people going, well, if all these people have had these experiences with them and none of them have come forward, they're culpable for all the future things that happened, and, you know, basically Mm. almost like kind of attacking the victims for not coming forward. Yeah. But then there's this secondary thing for people like Brad Pitt, who was seeing Gwyneth Paltrow at the time, that, you know, threatened him and said, look, if you ever do that again, I'll kick your ass. And it's like, well, why didn't these guys come forward? And it's the same kind of thing. It's like, 
you until you're in someone's shoes and in that situation, mm-hmm. I would not sit there and get pissed off that somebody didn't do the exact right thing. There were hundreds of people that were, you know, touched <laughs> by this situation and none of them came forward. So it was kind of a systemic, you know, thing. And to get pissed off at a man for not turning... I mean, I it is not my... It would be really hard if a friend of mine was victimized mm-hmm. and not ready to talk about it or come forward for me to go out and tell that person's story. Right. On their behalf. Yeah. That's not appropriate to me. I mean, I, I get between friends warning someone hey stay away from that guy mm-hmm. but in an official capacity that's because that becomes hearsay yeah and legally you can't do anything about something that you just happen to hear about yeah the victim would have to come forward so to get very pissed off at these men that were aware that these happened to their girlfriends it's like what would you have them do? You know, it's a tight position to be in. For me to come forward with someone else's story, I don't know that's my place if they're not emotionally ready for it, mm-hmm. to make yeah. that decision for them. Um, and So it seemed like it was kind of this underground warning system that people had for him mm-hmm. of like, hey, don't go in there, you know. But... And I had seen a video on, I think it was like something that they were spreading around Twitter from like a red carpet thing that Courtney Love did back in 2005. Hmm. And, and, uh, like they had asked her like for any advice for new people in Hollywood and she started to say something and she goes, oh, I don't think I can legally say that. She goes, I'll just say this. If you're ever invited to a Harvey Weinstein after party, don't go. Or oh, something like wow. at this specific hotel. She's at the Four Seasons oh. or whatever. Don't go. Wow. I was like, wow. okay. And that was, you know, 12 years ago. So, I mean, it's been a widely talked about mm-hmm. in that community thing. Um, and it just takes, kind of like with the Cosby thing, it takes a few brave people coming mm-hmm forward forward to get the ball rolling for something to be done about it but look at how many decades bill cosby got away with it you know and people are like well, why didn't anyone come yeah. forward you have a, a person in a position of extreme power over you i imagine that that might be very 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 intimidating yeah. and especially typically i'm imagining these victims were all fairly young and early in their careers mm-hmm. and to say well when they were up in their careers why didn't they come forward i don't know yeah and that's a world that we don't understand Mm-mm. the you know there there aren't there's no hr department spelling out all of the 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 rule books you know the, right. the, there's no employee handbook for for proper behavior in that universe because there are so many judgment calls mm-hmm. and just it's such a different world yeah. the world of performance and acting and but I'll yeah. just tell you even with some of the some of the things that have been bantered around about all the kind of subtle victim you know shaming it's like 
what do you expect? You know, what did you expect these women to do? Mm-hmm. This, you know, even this many years removed and as progressed and as advanced as we are, some of these women are still getting, you know, dragged through the mud on Twitter for or on social media and yeah. headlines for, you know, you didn't do this right or you should have done this. There's a lot of should being thrown around. <laughs> Boy, isn't that an incentive for coming forward soon? Yeah, and it's like... It's one of those things. It's like, what, you know, do you want to be the first after, you know, hundreds to say something? Mm-hmm. So now there's a whole backlash campaign against Twitter because oh, yeah. Rose McGowan had started posting some very graphic and explicit, you know, allegations against him. Mm-hmm. And Twitter took down her account. My understanding is that it was partially because she was posting things like information that had phone numbers and things. Right. That's what Twitter said. Um, But there's a whole lot of people that are like pissed off at Twitter for, you know, you'll let our president (laughs) practically give up state (laughs) secrets. But if I accidentally disclose a rape, you know, a multi-alleged rapist's phone number. Yeah. Or let, you know, let our president threaten nuclear war with. (laughs) Well, that's okay. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. Oh, just, you know, consent, people, consent. You know, this just made another excuse for me to talk to my kid about Mm -hmm. the concept of consent and why that's such an important thing. Well, speaking of <laughs> consent you, or sexual consent, abuse, <laughs> you, good lord, I never know. I never know what direction you want to take things in. You consented to do an interview this week. <laughs> oh, I did. I did with, with our, our friend Stephen Radford. Uh huh. Who uh, he's out in Manchester, UK. Yes. And he's so much to hill, hill, for. Hill, <laughs> he's a hill person, and he's got a podcast that uh, he interviews people in different uh-huh. different creative areas, which was kind of surprising. He would ask me for an interview, uh-huh. <laughs> but he wanted to talk about podcasting and comedy. And the show is called Headline This. Headline This, yes, okay. yes, and it's available on iTunes mm-hmm. now. In your initial posting uh-huh. Uh-huh. of the uh, of the link, uh-huh. I was tagged in there, oh, and yeah? you said something to the uh, to the tune of "After I listen, I will never." <laughs> what was it? Never accuse you of being mean, being mean uh-huh. again, uh-huh. or something like right. that. Right. So where exactly was I supposed to hear that? You didn't hear me just gush on and on and on about you, my no. co-host for Radio Tatas, and no. for for all the creative liberties that you've given me. No, there was one part <laughs> where you said, and that's the brilliant oh, thing about my. And then my podcast partner came up with a brilliant idea to do this, uh-huh. and then you actually kind of got the thing <laughs> a little bit wrong oh, oh, that I had oh, come you, up with. Oh, you should fact check the... No, the, it's fine. No? Yeah, okay. Um, and then later, <laughs> you said later, that's what's so great about 
you know, my podcast part, and I got like already, uh-huh. and you're like, we're so simpatico, and I was like, oh, well, that's a that's a we. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, because I was walking on the trail. Uh-huh. I was bracing myself to get really emotional in yeah. public. I was like, oh, God, I hope I don't, like, you know, start to cry and joggers mm-hmm. stop to yeah. see if I'm okay yeah. or injured. But I just kept walking because that was all I heard about oh, really? me. Yeah, oh, that was the I'm only so thing I heard about me. Huh. Although, yeah. Stephen, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you played some excellent clips yes, where I was prominently yeah, featured. Yes. And I truly appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> he said some. He said some lovely things. About us and me. Mm-hmm. So. But it was a very good interview. Thank you. It really was. <laughs> um, I, felt- I And I said, like, if, if Comedy Wham ever decides to reach across the pond and start working on its UK mm-hmm. edition. Yeah, you can be um, the correspondent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a fun interview because it talks about the podcasting as well as my little dip into the world of stand up comedy. Right, like, as a performer, it started with the with the stand up comedy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I needed to redirect because I think any any talk of comedy starts with radio tatas, and that's where I felt like I was. Aw, I never heard that. That's cool. Really. Yeah. No, I because he wa- he wanted me to start talking about doing stand up, and I said, well, I can't I can't actually talk about that without talking about yeah. the the origin of yeah. of us getting together, right? And oh oh, wait a minute! I said you're very nice and sociable and easy to get along with. How is that? How did that not stop you on the trail? Are you should, sure you said that on, on yes Mike? yes because hmm. I talked about when we first met, and I said and and. Laura is very nice, very easy to get along with, and so we started becoming friends. And we with talked you? about yes, we well, no, I didn't uh. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got me there. Who's I Laura? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I think you may have said that. Yeah, Thanks I did. That. Damn, Thanks just, for that. Just see, I think that's when I had stopped on the trail to pee, probably. <laughs> Was that your noise? Was that your throat making a bubble? No. Oh. Can I call you throat bubble now? Oh. Well, well, you well. can th- call me something. <laughs> something in my throat. There's something in my throat. <laughs> anyway, it was a very fun interview, and I felt like I was on on message with the experience of both podcasting and and the stand-up world from, you know, a newbie uh-huh. experience. Well, it was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I was proud. I hope people listen. I think, I bet they already have. They better have already. Just stop here, because we're not, there's nothing of substance to find in this episode. Um, oh, wait, And no. just press on. <laughs> What? Can we talk about a, a, a website that people should go check out? Sure. I don't know where you're going. Go. Alex, the Alex Goldman thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, did, what were you thinking? No, Brazzers. I didn't know. <laughs> Live and party? I don't know. <laughs> Tell your boss to fuck off dot com. If you have Tomorrow's a boss, boss's you, day, <laughs> there so you, you might go. as well. <laughs> Take advantage. Maybe that was the timing. Yeah. Uh, well, 
uh, do we do we have a show to do? Do we? <laughs> do we? Do we? Well, do we we're thirty eight minutes in, so we might as <laughs> Let's well. Let's do it. Um, I forgot how to do this. Hold we on. Have, <laughs> we don't need a testosterone injection. We've established Clearly that. Clearly not. Um, hey, Lala. What? Uh, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Sorry, I'm getting into the habit for yeah. getting more entertaining, more and more sure. interview requests. Okay. Um, what the fuck are you saying? I'm sorry. What the fuck is Dave saying? See, I'm so. Uh, I'm... We gotta talk about this. Too. Oh, we better stop it. Oh, well, yeah, turn well, it up. Well, no, well, what? Oh, there we go. We gotta talk about these children's stories, ladies. Hmm? There's a fucking issue that has not been addressed, and it's a threat to society. Curious George goes to an ice cream shop. Is a mess of neglect, irresponsibility, and straight up bullshit. I mean, this dude dressed like a banana has a monkey, and he takes him to a store that sells sugar and milk, and then abandons the monkey with a complete stranger for an undisclosed amount of time. Then the stranger, who's apparently never seen a monkey in his life, leaves the monkey loose in the store that sells food, and is shocked, shocked that the primate is going ape shit. <laughs> With the ice cream and the scoop. But nah, instead of punching ourselves in the face for being dumbasses, let's yell at the monkey for being a monkey. And don't even get me started with on these kids' songs and nursery rhymes. This mama duck is swimming with five baby ducks, and she says quack, 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 and only four little ducks come back? Where's the fifth duck? Does mama duck call a duck 911 or the duck police? Nah, she takes her stupid duck ass back to her duck home and apparently has a good duck night sleep and then the next day she takes four ducks to the same place and goes home with three by this point duck cps should have taken the rest of the ducks away from this psycho mom and hunt down the creepy duck perv who keeps stealing the sweet innocent ducklings and do you even want me to get started with the mo monkey mama who flagrantly refuses her doctor's advice and keeps letting her babies jump on the bed it's no wonder our society is going to crap. We get brainwashed into not taking responsibility. Where are the consequences? Ta-ta. So, Lala. Yes. Uh, what the fuck is Dave saying? Um, I believe what Dave is trying to say is that in this day and age, when you elect an official that shows no regard or concern for humanity, respect, or just any kind of social norms. Uh, when you get an absolute mess in diplomacy, um, the threat of potential nuclear war, and um, a, a healthcare system that is in shambles what do you expect things have consequences when you aren't paying attention also of note if this were an analytical dream I would say odd that the man was in a banana suit because I believe Dave met his wife Ruka dressed as a banana. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what the fuck Dave is saying. Also, that's probably one of the most adorable <laughs> ones that we've had in a while, other than the ones where Mighty Marshall was... Uh... <laughs> I like the duck CPS and the duck perv. <laughs> I know, in the bed. Oh, that's probably one of my... Other than the ones where Marshall is so... I really thought this was adorable. Yeah. Well done, Dave. Welcome Good back. Job. Welcome back. And by the way, in the interest oh. of fairness, mm-hmm. Dave has sent us a couple of rants, but they've always been on weeks when either we were yeah. taking a break or we were on the road or something weird was going yeah. on with our show, which yep. has been a lot lately. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> hey. Well. Do you, is it Just time for our a, a new mm, oh. that moment? No. Oh, I have a new benchmark. Do we not do Matt moments? Hey. Oh, <laughs> woo! Okay, I want to try out a new benchmark. All right, what do you what do you got for us? Well, I want to try a new benchmark called A on Australia. Oh, honey, I'm looking at the thing right here. Huh? It says I A Y E I like I. On Australia. Isn't that what uh, you mean? Like but, it's a play on... Uh, yeah, but you, you pronounce it as A on Australia. And you use a non-Australian it's accent. It's your benchmark. Go, go for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. So we we have we have our, our, our friend and listener, yes. past guest, Joy. 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 Uh, and I thought, you know what? We would love to double our listenership in Australia, so we're just going to narrow our cast our listenership. <laughs> our listenership. <laughs> so, yes. we're, so, so we're going to narrow cast to Australia until we can double foster, Grace. <laughs> our our uh, I'm here. our listenership in, in Australia. So I thought, let's just you know, Australia's down under. Things don't mean what you think they're going to mean. So. I thought I'd bring in a news story. Yes. So there's an Australian man who faces a long jail term over drugs in Bali. In uh, Bali? In Bali. Bali. <laughs> yeah. The hotel the, chain? Is it a hotel? I thought well, it was a the gym. The casino chain. It's not a gym? I it's thought it was a gym. It's also a gym, but that's a different company, oh. I believe. There's the Bally's oh, okay. in Las Vegas oh. that's attached to the Paris casino. Oh, so was he in Vegas then, I wonder? Hmm. I think it he was says in Bali's Bali. Airport. Oh, Bali. Oh, ball, balls, ballsy, ball, Bali. Joy, what is but Bali? You digress. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He he was caught in us in Bali's airport with marijuana uh-huh. in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the same thing? Bali, Indonesia. Is that keep going? <laughs> So the guy was 32. He was carrying 28 grams of marijuana mixed with tobacco when he arrived in Bali. Uh Now, 28, is that, that's a lot? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I'm on the American system. I don't do metric. (laughs) Uh, And he managed to somehow escape police police custody, Uh which is, uh, you know, so if he escaped. Does that does that mean something different in in Australia? That means they caught him. They caught they caught him, mm-hmm. and then twenty four hours they caught him again. They caught him twenty four hours later. So what? No, that means he escaped. Oh, he is. 
Okay, so he's caught, they caught him and then he escaped. Okay, and then, he he okay. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> there's a there's a the, the the Bali spokesperson, Hanky Widjaja. This is going well. <laughs> Hanky Win Winja Job is see it's it's spelled H E N G K Y, but you pronounce it Hanky. And then the last name is W I D J A J A, which is pronounced wind job, hand job, handy wind, handy hand job, handy, handy hand job. It's, everything is different down there. Everything is different. So, so this said, is funny down there. <laughs> I apologize. You bring it every week. Every uh, week. This, Said Baker has been declared a suspect. Police were now considering whether he should be held in hospital or kept in police detention. And then his lawyer said that her client was mentally ill and should be deported to receive treatment in Australia. Uh huh. If he doesn't consume his medicine, he will be very aggressive and psychotic, which I think means, I think it means, docile like a kitten. He's going to be just. On his back, waiting for tummy rubs, and he's just gonna be loving on people, and and uh, I think that's what it means in Australia. Is this the only thing that came up in Australian news? Is this what happened? <laughs> nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else no, happened in the entire country. If if we can double our Australian <laughs> listenership, maybe they can pass along other news stories. Possession Does anyone know this guy? <laughs> Does anybody know? Since obviously, Australia to, is so small. We'd that like it to only interview. Only has one news story a month. If Joshua James Baker, the thirty-two-year-old one, if he could—is he related to Jim Ma- Jim Baker? Oh, he might be. I don't know. Does he sell buckets of food? I don't know. Uh, let's well, see. Wool. And uh, there you go. Uh, small amounts of drugs in Bali can lead you to jail terms, maximum terms, 15 years. But, uh, yeah, there you go. There's A on Australia. So is he still on the loose? I, well, yeah, because he was caught. I hear Cyrus. He <laughs> is he here now? <laughs> he might be here now. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was caught, which means he was on the loose in Australia. Well, that concludes a very successful Hey, I'm Australian. Dave, I think we're going to have to cancel our benchmark. I think that people are going to just they're going to love this one. They're going to they're going to hey. want more. We need could somebody put together some music as a sounder, you know, background music for uh, let me get it clean. That way, somebody who's who wants to do a little bit of music background, we can do a sounder. So let me <clears throat> one, two, three. A on Australia. <laughs> you ever seen My Fair Lady? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're just gonna leave that there. Sure. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you want to practice? Do you want to practice it? I would have caught it. I on Australia. Only I would have sounded a little less. I can't say what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Or, a little less what? Mm-mm. Aboriginal? 
Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the fuck are you listening to? What? Nothing. We're not? We're not? What? What? I thought we were. I thought we were. You said we were. What? In Australia, <laughs> weren't mean. Oh, God. Oh, ooh. Huh? That's a rough. What? Maybe we what? shouldn't keep doing the opposite thing in Australia. What? What? <laughs> hey, bubble? everybody. Hey, everybody. We recently. What? Concluded listening to. Do you not want to talk about it? I don't know. How much? Do we have time? We got 10 minutes. Okay. It's perfect. Nine minutes. I was thinking of queuing up the little teaser okay. before the season. That way that would at least burn off a minute and a half. God knows we need to burn something. <laughs> but not California. <laughs> no. I hope everyone's safe there oh right now. God, gosh. the sound. That is just... Ugh. Okay, so we listened to season one of this uh, show and loved it. And we are uh, we both, at about the same time, finished... Independently. A, uh, yeah. A binge listen of season two of Revisionist History. Panoply. If you listen to season one of Revisionist History, I think you know that I have a weakness for the big idea. Maybe even a fatal weakness. Thank you. On my tombstone, it's going to say, Malcolm Gladwell, rest in peace. His one big idea is that there was one big idea to explain everything. I began season two of Revisionist History with the same obsession. I think I interviewed 30 or 40 people, read a few dozen books, camped out in the NYU library, all in search of that little tingle, that moment when you realize that actually this is just weird enough. This is totally some history worth revising. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mark Cohen, philosopher. You can't step in the same river twice because each time you step in the river, you're stepping into different water. And then the professor starts talking about Heraclitus, rivers, and the ship of Theseus. Mm -hmm. And light bulbs, light bulbs go off. The question is, if you change, if you have a ship and you change, it's like some ancient Greek thing, and you change one board at a time, <laughs> is, at the end of the day, is the ship different? Oh, yeah. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. In a season coming up, I'm going to take you to McDonald's and the French fries they had back in the day. Texture on 637 is shatteringly crisp. It's amazing. Perfect French fry texture. I'm going to take you on a little tour of the golf courses of Los Angeles, the dark secret behind their existence. Looks like a couple of layers of barbed wire. This looks like a Berlin Wall. I don't think they want like. us to get in there. And tell you a story about a truly dysfunctional friendship. It was clearly the only person he ever loved in his life. There was no one else. It's possible, possible, that all of that is about the river. And that leads to the, to the thought that no compound material object lasts any time at all. It's constantly being renewed and replaced by new objects. Or not. As always with revisionist history, reasonable minds will probably disagree. Revisionist history, because sometimes the past deserves a second chance. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Season two of Revisionist History launches June fifteenth. Launched. Launched. That was uh, good. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so what did you think? <laughs> oh, I I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I uh, we we were listening 
in, we hadn't talked to each other about listening to it, but it, it was funny that we were at the same point mm-hmm. uh, of listening generally. I had seen that you tweeted at him about an episode, and I didn't, after listening to as much as I had at that point, I didn't, it didn't click which episode you had listened to mm-hmm. until I reached, and then I reached the final episode, uh, which is called The Basement Tapes, and it was a, it turned personal for him about losing. Should I spoil it or not? No, don't. Spoil okay, it. about losing someone in his life, and uh, it. It. Well, I don't know how to not spoil it because it touched it. it well, it, you lost someone yeah, as well. I, yeah, and I thought, oh, maybe that's what she was talking about. And so I, I wrote you and said, no, you, you said that you weren't that as far as as I had gotten, right? Uh, and that you were talking about a different episode, right? I was and, talking about one titled "King of Tears." Okay, yeah, and that um, was yeah. Each episode on its own. Is kind of a standalone, mm-hmm. which surprised me. I mean, some of them have callbacks to other episodes, and he ties them in loosely here and there where he feels like it. Yeah. But there's a lot more of a loose... There's not even much of a thread to, to bind them. Mm-hmm. I felt like last season tied together more. Yeah. And he wrapped it up at the end mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Um, he had an agenda, and he was headed somewhere mm-hmm. last season. And this season, I felt, I I kept expecting an agenda. I kept trying to find it. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to get here now. Oh, he's going to get here now. And and he would make little points along the way, little sub points. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know where he's going now. Mm-hmm. And then I realized at the end, no. Yeah. They were all meant to fairly stand alone. Yeah. Um, so and, and I thought I was curious. Mm-hmm. I was curious about that. I I was almost surprised. Um, and in the end, I think this season may have just had more of a personal feel towards the end, at least. Mm-hmm. The last several, the last handful of episodes seemed to take on a much more personal feel. Even the yeah. French fry episode yeah. <laughs> uh, took on a much more personal feel than him trying to make a point mm-hmm. so much as just talk about things that meant something to him or that he was passionate about. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about some of my favorite episodes or just point out my favorite episodes. And one of them was because there was some really funny trivia that happened during uh, one of those episodes. Mm -hmm. I think besides that final episode, the prime minister and the uh, professor were that was really fascinating to me. The fact that it was Churchill and he was so influenced by his best friend and putting that in the prism of like just any political climate that you think about, think about who a person, who, who a political leader's friends are. And that is more likely to inform who that person is than anything else. And I'm like, Oh wow. Right. Like if you were in politics, how, much influence I would have. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and how if you were in politics, I would have none. Well, no one would. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. The, the, Everyone would. <laughs> and no one at the same time. Go ahead. Lala 2020. No, I still need glasses when I read for a long time. What? Oh, Okay. Oh. Lala 2024? Have
Have you seen Blade Runner yet? No. Oh, me neither. Oh. The new, or not Blade Runner 2049. Um, yeah, no, I have no aspirations mm. to be in politics. Yeah, ditto. So do you want to hear my funny trivia? During the French Fry episode, uh-huh. uh, they talked to a consultant for a company called Loader's Crokeland, okay. who is, they, they trade basically in liquid fats. Like the stuff that you fry, mm. I know, the stuff that you fry french fries in. Uh-huh. And uh, when I worked in Chicago, that company was one of my clients, and I got to visit. Are that. you allowed to disclose that? That was so long ago. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't, it's not like we were. And you we got were to cons- tour the liquid fat factory. <laughs> we got to tour the liquid fat factory. Got to fat- see where the magic is made. <laughs> yeah. Did you so get to like, taste any? No, no. They were Dip like, you don't want to taste any of this stuff. Like Charlie and Charlie, you ended up like Gustav stuck in a pipe somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Augustus or whatever. Was that his name? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. So it was really funny because I, in the last month, I was thinking about like past clients that I've had. And the fact that I heard that, I'm like, that's what that company's name was. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, what are the odds? Because they were very like low, low, low profile. Because you know they have yeah. all these these clients, these major food companies that use their products, but they don't really want to. Right, they're not be like, out there. hey, yeah, so I was, everybody. Yeah. But now. Now, now that everybody knows. keto is popular, I'm sure they're all like, yeah, we're liquid fat. We're proud. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that how it is now? Sure. So, I, you know, I, I enjoyed my binge listen of, of uh, revisionist history. We'll see. I did, too. I just kept waiting for the twist that never came. Yeah. Yeah. So. so but, as always, I do like him. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's got a great I'm not voice. A smitten kitten for him as I used no. to be. Hmm. What think, happened? What happened? I think I start to see him as human. Um, Ooh. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> and also like some of some of the things that he has a passionate agenda about, I don't always share. Mm. Not all of his beliefs. Yeah. Uh, um, line up with mine exactly, and so. Um, so it wears me down a bit at times. Hmm. I'm not sure that we would get along well in the long haul. Hmm. What I'm trying to say is, Malcolm, <laughs> I think you're wonderful. I think you're perfect for someone. Oh, oh man. That's going to be it. And that someone is me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I still love you, baby. Um, but, yeah, no. Um it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what we've been listening that to. That is. We have no trucker porn this no. week. No. Um, I realized that a lot of people have show prep pages. We don't. You were talking earlier about something, and I realized, uh, you know, you brought in that Australia thing. And mm-hmm. That was really cool. But we don't, we don't really seek assistance from Mm-mm. anyone no. about anything except you know the Dave's segment, and um, and we don't really seek assistance from anything else. I mean, trucker porn. We've had some submissions, mm-hmm. but we still do a show every week yeah. without a prep page or without a whole lot of, you know, 
team of people sending stuff in. So, so I wanted to pat change us. That? Or oh. oh, was that a pat? Okay, I wasn't I sure was, if that was. I was about to give us a, a, some kudos oh. and and just like honor mm-hmm. the fact that you and I have chugged along, um, getting ready to be three years. I know. Can you believe that? Yeah. And we have had contributions along the way. For sure. Um, for sure. But it's by and large, mm-hmm. we've, we've been the driving force. <laughs> Forced. Of the Austin podcast team. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that won't get us in trouble. South by Southwest. Are you listening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah. Good on us. Yeah. 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 As, How as, are we going to celebrate three years this year? I'll probably be working. <laughs> um, actually, around our anniversary, I think I will be at a Damien Gerardo concert. Oh, he's coming back? Nice. Mm-hmm. He is. <laughs> Where is he playing? He is playing at the Stateside Theater. Oh. Yeah. Where did he play last time? Parish. Oh, yeah. Bigger. Right? Um Yeah, I guess a little. A little bigger. I'm not sure how I guess we'll be sitting. I yeah. guess you have to sit when you're at the state mm-hmm. side. Which seems a little odd, but that's fine. Yeah. I'll be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll be exhausted. <laughs> uh, how do they reach us? Oh, they reach us uh wherever. Uh, Twitter, mm. Facebook. Uh MySpace. These notes. <laughs> These notes. They can call us. call us. The voicemail is uh, clean, and clean, ready. clean and ready, just like our... Got lots of dis- solicitation on it. Lots of shit I'm <laughs> not interested in buying. 512-716-0773. They can email us at radiotatas at gmail.com, and we recently got an email asking... If we were interested in testosterone <laughs> enhancements. Were it? Oh, did you reply? No. Um, <laughs> we should sarara or whatever the hell that thing is. Oh, we should. We should just, because, you know, because we know how well that goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> find us and review us. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. Uh, we are also on Stitcher and iTunes. Hey, Breskies. <laughs> I just wanted to make Natalie laugh. Do it laugh. again. Do it again. Hey, breasties. <laughs> I'm begging in a soft, meditative voice. <laughs> Please review us on iTunes. It's a way to get people's attention. Hey, listen to our friends' podcast. Not that they listen to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Atomic rubbish. Atomic rubbish. Comedy Wim presents Who's Next. Oh, that's not Who's Next, but uh, since... Uh, we did since, not promote them. Yeah, right. So we've had Ariel Norman, her and return, Ryan County, and Andy Flores was this week's, and she is a delight. Yep. So uh, she's doing a web As series. As was Ryan. As was Ryan. Yep. Uh, I believe I got help on that episode. Uh, yeah. From from uh, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. She's a sweet piece of ass, isn't she? What? Huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> She's gross. She's got a gross ass. Let's buffer a minute. Okay. Matern Media <laughs> Infomercial. Go listen to his podcast. I need to catch up. Check out his new album, Yay. Roy and Kathy. Dig it, Matt. Woo. Good stuff. Every time I hear Kathy, though, I think, oh, my gosh. That is this can't. Jeff? Is it Jeff that and Kathy? Can't. I'm like, could explain a lot. That was a very tortured relationship. <laughs> so, good job, Matt. That's a cool sounding album. I need to catch up. Listen to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFM Nudes. Nudes mm-hmm. Monday nights, nine to twelve. Well, Easter. Well, Cubs are about to play. I gotta go. Oh, that's right. Do you think Charlie would be proud of us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, but, this yeah. has been Radio Tatas, and until next time, talk. Like. No one's listening. Natalie and Lala, Radio Tata. Natalie and Lala, Radio Tata. Listen to my podcast, Multimedia Infomercial. Talk about my podcast on your podcast. Bring it every week. Are you not entertained? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about that, brother. <laughs>